The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Something. I hope to someday be attracted to someone like a pomegranate. I don't know about you. <laughs> For sure. So yeah, something, man. This, this is the Hall of Fame, baby. Yeah. That it, it's the most covered Beatles song besides yesterday. And I've never gotten tired of it. It's a testament to its terrificness. Um, George's vocals have never been better. His guitar solo is tasteful and perfect. I think my favorite part is the bridge. It gets super intense. The string arrangement and Ringo's drumming do a great job conveying the bout of anxiety George feels in the middle of this love song. And, you know, don't we all feel anxiety even in a loving relationship? Yeah, isn't that what makes us all human, right? Um, you mind, yeah, yes. Yeah, Ringo does a great job at conveying George's anxiety in the bridge. Like, he, George really continues to top himself at this point and writes one of his finest pop works. Like you can really see where he's about to go with his solo work too, which is, you know, very interesting in context. Um, and it was fun to see him labor over this a bit in the get back film, knowing, you know, what was going to come eventually. Uh, and I did not realize that this was the second most covered Beatles song, but it makes total sense that it is. Uh, Colbert's George Harrison song, uh, within you, without you. There you go. Okay, yeah, I, I'll go with you there. So, yeah, George and Apple publicist Dirk Taylor had a standing joke. Whenever Iridem had an idea, they would quit. This could be the big one. And something was the big one. It sure, sure was something. Yes. It was written during the White Album sessions, though it wasn't finished until the following year. In I Me, Mine, his autobiography, George recalls working on the melody on a piano at the same time Paul recorded overdubs in a neighboring studio at Abbey Road Studios. Harrison suspended work on the song, believing that with the tune having come to him so easily, it might have been a melody from another song. In I Me, Mine, he wrote that the middle eight took some time to sort out. That's the, the bridge. Yes. A demo recorded by Harrison on his 26th birthday was included <sighs> on Anthology 3. Owing to the difficulty he faced in getting more than two of his compositions onto each Beatles album, Harrison originally offered the song to Jackie Lomax. Good boy. But the guitar and vocals demo was given to Joe Cocker. Cocker's version was recorded before the Beatles, but not released until November 1969. In her autobiography, Wonderful Today, which was Wonderful Tonight in the U.S., I don't know why they had different uh, yeah, that's weird. titles. Harrison's former wife, Patty Boyd, claimed the song was written about her. Uh, Harrison later downplayed that sentiment, saying it was, in fact, written with Ray Charles in mind. Hmm. Uh, George, George Harrison said it's probably got a range of five notes, which fits most singers' needs best. When I wrote it, in my mind, I heard Ray Charles singing it, and he did do it some years later. At the time, I wasn't particularly thrilled that Frank Sinatra did something. I'm more thrilled now than I was then. I wasn't really into Frank. He was the generation before me. I was more interested when Smokey Robinson did it when James Brown did it. But I'm very pleased now. Whoever's done it. I realize that the sign of a good song is what it has lots of cover versions. As I, I Michael get Jack paid. Yeah, Cha-ching! <laughs> and when it's not the Hollies. Yes, I read Michael Jackson's Somewhere at the BBC. The fellow interviewing us made a comment about something, and Michael said, Oh, you wrote that? I thought it was a Lennon McCartney. 
dude, check your thing you own. <laughs> Come on. An example of someone not knowing what they own. Yes. Uh, yeah, and Frank Sinatra also thought something was a Lennon-McCartney tune until the late 70s. He would introduce it as my favorite Lennon-McCartney song when he would cover it. Oh, my God. But anyway, Patty Boyd said, he told me in a matter-of-fact way that he had written it for me. I thought it was beautiful. Uh, having begun to write love songs that were directed at both God and a woman with his white album track Long, 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 Harrison later cited alternative sources for his inspiration for something. In early 1969, Harrison told his friends from the Hare Krishna movement the song was about the Hindu deity Krishna. In an interview with Rolling Stone in 1976, he said of his approach to writing love songs, all love is part of a universal love. When you love a woman, it's the God in her that you see. By 1996, Harrison had denied writing something for Patty Boyd. That year, he told a music journalist, everybody presumed I wrote it about Patty because of the promotional film accompanying the release of the Beatles recording, which showed the couple together. I feel so stupid because George told me he wrote something about me. Um, but he apparently goes around telling people the that, same. Yeah. Well, everyone's like, it's about me. Uh, yeah, oh, of course it is. Of course. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I love you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll take that free beer. Thank you. <laughs> the song took its first line for the James Taylor song, Something in the Way She Moves. And, sure. you know, George did crib that line because uh, he heard the James Taylor demo version of Something in the Way She Moves because mm -hmm. he was one of the first Apple artists. Yes. So that's how he heard it. Yeah. John and Paul both rated the song highly. Lennon said, I think that's about the best track on the album, actually. While McCarty said, for me, I think it's the best he's written. Hmm. During his live performances, Sinatra was known as... Yeah, we know that. Uh, Harrison went on to adopt Sinatra's minor lyrical change in the song's middle eight, live in concert, singing You Stick Around, Jack, in his live performances in over 91 and 92. That's unfortunate. Okay. That is really... Unfortunate. Jeff Emmerich said a lot of stuff. You should read his book. Uh, George bought, brought something to the Beatles during the Get Back, Let It Be sessions. On the 28th of January in 1969, they played five versions of the song, which lacked some lyrics and final chords. And as we saw in the film, Harrison can be heard asking for help finishing it off. Just say what comes into your head each time, John Lennon tells him. Attracts me like a cauliflower, until you get the word. Harrison altered it to like a pomegranate. <laughs> the Beatles also played something twice the following day, although it was still far from ready to record. Following the Beatles' brief efforts with something on the 12th of January, Harrison talked with Lennon and Yoko about recording a solo album of his unused songs, since he had already stockpiled enough compositions for the next 10 years. Lennon offered his support for the idea, similarly keen that his and Ono's recording projects outside the Beatles could continue without jeopardizing the band's future. Yeah, that was interesting. And, of course, Paul never heard that conversation, and they broke up. Yeah. So. Following Harrison's February 29, 1969 solo demo, the Beatles began recording something again on April 16, 1969. Ringo was unavailable, once again, due to, recording, uh, due to commitments for The Magic Christian. I haven't seen that. I, I hate it because he keeps not being there because of the stupid movie. Yeah. Uh, something was uh, on May 5th at Olympic oh okay on takes 27 to 36 uh, the song was closed 
Lennon led the band into a jam. This four-chord sequence in 6-8 time was later re-recorded faster by John Lennon as a basis for the song Remember, which appeared on his 1970 album Plastic Ono Band. That is probably my favorite Beatles solo album. Maybe really? We'll okay. Eventually. Yep. Uh, on May 5th at Olympic Sound Studios, McCartney overdubbed another bass part and Harrison taped his guitar solo. An organ part by Billy Preston was also added at an unknown date. Something was completed on August 19th when the extended instrumental jam was finally edited from the end. Hey, let's hear from George Martin. What does George Martin think of the other George? Uh, yeah. This? Something was George's first single released in October. It was a great song, and frankly, I was surprised that George had it in him. What a fuck off kind of comment there. Mm. Jesus. Uh, in a 1990 letter to Mark Lewis and Alan Klein rebutted a claim made by Lewis in his book that the single was intended as a money-making exercise because it was the first time that a single was taken from a already released Beatles album. Uh, Clyde said it was purely a mark of Lennon's regard for something and to point out George as a writer and give him courage to go in and do his own LP, which he did. Also, yes. John made more money because Come Together was also on the single. But okay. Right. It's a double A side, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Shirley Bassey had a top five UK hit with her 1970 recording. Other artists who have covered it include Elvis Presley, Ray Charles, Booker T, and EMGs, James Brown, Smokey Robinson, and Jay Rodriguez, and, of course, Frank. In 1999, Broadcast Music Incorporated named Something as the 17th most performed song of the 20th century with 5 million performances. I wonder what the most performed song is. The birthday song, probably? I guess, yeah. Uh, it, it was ranked 110th on Rolling Stone's 2021 list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Uh, in 2000, Mojo ranked something at number 14 in their 100 greatest songs of all time. In 2002, a year after Harrison's death, Paul McCartney and Eric Clapton performed it at the concert for George Tribute at London's Royal Albert Hall. And Paul Sorry, McCartney Conan O'Brien was not available, I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess not. But, and like, but Paul continues to perform something live, which is, I find pretty interesting. Love Count? One. Just one mention of love. Sure. Okay. Josie Scale, I give this a yeah. Yeah, man, this song sure is something. Yeah! Ooh. Oh, come on. The joke was there. Hey. I don't know. I don't know. Stick around, Jack. <laughs> hey, man, that joke just came off I Mean Mine's Dome. Hey, yeah, it's a, it's a joke, uh, you know, because uh, uh, it's not a song. We got George Harrison here tonight. Uh, uh, he sure got something to play. <laughs> the Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh, yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.